Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. That was a bit more extended than normal. I was going to say, I let that one, I let that one play for a while, didn't I? Yeah, it seemed like you got into that one this this week. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of like I was head banging along to it, and then I was like, should I put the volume up? Should I put the volume down? Do you know what we can do it? like an editor. I think you've done a good job so far. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring you down. I think you've done. That's good. very kind of you, but you know, we could probably put that music in a bit better. We could get some like stuff going. So if there's anyone out there who can offer free podcast help please hit up dttvjourney at gmail.com and uh, help us out what if their first bit of advice is to get rid of me and you uh, uh, <laughs> um, um, uh, okay no pass 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 <laughs> to be fair imagine if they did do that what would we do we just have to start another podcast well actually no we could just tell them to fuck off right because it's our podcast we could do yeah yeah, I oh, know. Um, <laughs> how you doing, pal? I'm good. It's got over hump day, which is always a positive, I think, when you get to this Wednesday evening, a couple more days before the weekend. I know we're still in the doom and gloom of COVID-19, but always look forward to the weekend. Always look forward I to it. I, even, even though that all the days seem to be merging into one, like it's... I mean, I had a client on the phone, yeah, closing deals because that's what I do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I had a a client on the phone and he was like, you must be really busy because, you know, literally you're closing me, closing some other deals. And I was just like, they always be closing. Uh, I didn't obviously say that at all. I was like, no, sir, you're the only client in the world. Um, I really hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, He probably won't. Um, But yeah, he was saying like, (laughs) you know, Every day is just seeming to merge into into one at the moment, but um, I think this positive. This positive, you know, everyone hashtag stay stay home, you know, to protect the NHS, save your lives, protect whatever is whichever country you're listening from. Yeah, yeah, I think we're starting to make some progress. I guess I think yeah. I've read a few things that, uh, unfortunately for us, me and you in particular, the pubs will be the last to open, which is a bit of a shame. What? Yeah, apparently it won't be open till Christmas. Well, do you know what? I was um, I was talking to a friend uh, the other day who you know well. You got a friend? Actually, what would be? I mean, okay, look, the pub's not opening is 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 a bit of a catastrophe. I can never say that word properly. Catastrophe. There we go. Catastrophe. But as long as like you know, I reckon if they could open up the parks and you know some restaurants and stuff like that, or, or I guess if the pubs aren't open, well, I mean they won't open the restaurants. I think restaurants are alright. I think it's just the die-hard pubs. But, uh, uh, more importantly, the hairdressers will be open first, which I think oh. is good for you because uh, you need to get some TLC on that. Uh, on on the old bonnet. Yeah, I mean I, I've I mean obviously you know 
talking about podcasts, I've quoted as looked like Don King. That's the sort <laughs> of level we're talking about in terms of volume. <laughs> well, 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 put it this way, because you guys keep mugging me off, right? Like, you've obviously, on our on our Zoom chats and FaceTimes, etc. like, I mean, I don't suit a hat, I don't suit a cap, but it actually looks better to wear a cap because my hair is, is just dire, but... Um, well, I think positively, mate. Every time I go on, everyone keeps asking me whether I've had a haircut or how come my hair is so short. <laughs> and I had a haircut about four weeks ago. It's getting there. It's getting to that stage where maybe this might be the time to try out the, the bold look. And, uh, I was just going to say, right, have you considered it yet? What's that? Have you considered it yet? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Nervous. I mean, we had another friend, obviously, who is a keen fan, friend of the show. And, you know, I, I mean, I quite vividly remember the day when we actually were there when he decided to do it. But, I mean, it was a process which took six to kind of eight months for him to, um, I guess, actually go through the process of doing it. So I wonder if you, you, you have that thought yet. It's going there. It's getting to that stage. Um, he looked well. He looked a lot better for it. So whether I will, we don't know yet. But maybe yeah. this is the time to have a look. But uh, you, um, <laughs> a bit more optimistic about um, the, uh, the the Saudis buying Newcastle. Oh. I mean, it seems like a done deal now. Yeah, I think it's just the, the test for the Premier League. I mean, there's a few human rights situations apparently to contend with um so uh but yeah i'm a bit optimistic about that but you know like every other newcastle fan until they've sold that club from mike ashley can't get too excited can't get too excited i think i think i sent you a couple of things on uh on the old instagram this week i mean there was the uh well you've got to take the pinch of salt right yeah okay he's you know he's got the most money of any premier league owner but I mean, that's obviously the Saudi sovereign wealth fund. So, you know, it's not like he's going to be, you know, there's some people being like, oh, well, we could just get a team of De Bruyne and Messi and Ronaldo and Mbappe and all these guys. But it's like, you know, it's, it's the sovereign wealth fund of Saudi Arabia. They're not going to plant 260 billion into Newcastle United with all the play. Could you manage? <laughs> could you imagine? No, I think I think apparently the plans are 200 million uh, each summer. For the first three seasons, and then see how they go from there. Really? Yeah. That's a big investment for the first how many seasons? First three, and then to see how we go, because um, we've got to do the financial fair play and all that stuff as well. So. Well, I mean, you can afford Harry Kane. I think realistically, we weren't going to buy all these superstar players, but some clubs might be struggling to finance their players. We might be pinching a Bamiang or few, for example. Never know. Mate. You know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him going there rather than like some other shite. But um, let's hope. I'm, I'm still clinging on to the hope that he might stay. But you know, there's there's a age-old theory of all the great Arsenal captains who just leave us. I mean, Fabregas left us to go win stuff. Thierry left us to go win stuff. Van Persie left us to go win stuff. So you know what? Maybe we're just a shit teammate. Afraid so, mate. No, we're not. You're not going to say that you're going to say that. But yeah, mate. Um, so, yeah, sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah, welcome back to episode two. Um, this one's obviously going to be um, the reverse. Well, I say reverse, the other side of um, the NFL. So we did the NFC last week, and uh, this week we're going to go through uh, the AFC. And uh, this, this side holds slightly more dare to... Uh, myself and Maka, seeing as uh, you know his his team are now going to be at the bottom uh, of the AFC East, and uh, you know, uh, it's going to be a bit of a change. I hope uh, so. Yes, change of guard, I guess. Uh, obviously, a couple of things have happened, and we're going to talk about that story um, in a bit more depth. Uh, I'll, I'll see if Maka wants to talk about it uh, outside of the Patriots section, or if we talk about it in a bit. But um, so we'll do that, and then. Um, this time we've uh, we've promised you that Mac is going to try his hardest not to cheat on the uh, <laughs> on the uh, on the riddle, and uh, so I'm going to give him a couple options. He can choose a, a category, and then we'll give him a, a riddle from there. Um, and then um, obviously tomorrow uh, is the start of draft day, 
Um, so at the end of the podcast, we'll give you guys a little bit of an update on that. And then uh, we're going to be, Maka and I are going to be the keen beings that will be awake whilst it happens. And uh, so we'll kind of uh, let you know what platforms we'll be on to, to follow it through. Um, so Maka, I mean, is there, is there, is there anything else that's happened? Uh, I mean, everything else is, I mean, I heard that the Premier League are looking to continue games, but maybe behind closed doors and stuff. But I don't really think there's anything else. So I guess maybe we could go straight into yeah, let's start. Let's let's start. Do, do you want to do you want to start with the news of the trade yesterday, or, or should we bring that in a bit later? What what trade? <laughs> <laughs> he's back. Well, I, he's back. He is back. My favorite. I mean, I'm not sure if we talked about it too much on the podcast, but he's my original boy, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty awesome. What I didn't understand, actually, and uh, well, actually, as a matter of fact, we had one question that was sent in by a listener of ours, um, and that question from the listener was actually for you, Maka, because um, I wanted to try answer it, but I'll be honest with you, uh, I didn't actually uh, know exactly how. So Gronkowski was effectively retired season before last, right? So, so he's retired, mm-hmm. but he had to be traded by the Patriots to Tampa. How does that work? There is a designated status where a player can retire on a roster, but we will keep their rights. So if they ever oh, return, okay. it's the same for Marshall, Marshall Lynch when he did the same for Seahawks a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. They okay. keep the status rights to... So if he comes out of retirement, we, we, he's... A Patriot, or he's a Seahawk, as Lynch's example, and a team would have to trade to get him off us, and that's effectively what happens. I think it runs until basically they see out their contract. So I think Gronkowski still had another year left, and that's why we still had his rights. Uh, okay, so if he waited till next year, then he wouldn't have had. Uh, then then the Patriots would have to trade him. He'd effectively be an unrestricted free agent. Okay. Interesting, but yeah, that's massive news, right? Like, I mean, you know, we were talking. Uh, I know we've already covered Tampa Bay, but we're going to give them a, an extra mention this this week, I guess, because, I mean, you know, it's, you've got to think they're most probably going to be in the Super Bowl, right? I mean, uh, even you know, there's some rumours of hearing today that potentially OJ Howard might be traded, uh, you know, potentially for a draft pick, uh, you know, um, but which which kind of would make sense if you've got Gronkowski, I guess, right? Because they've still got um, is, is Bray still there? Bray still there, yeah. I think yeah. OJ Howard will be will be going, but yeah, um, yeah, so, I, think, so, yeah. I, think, I think Tampa Bay got a great chance. They got suddenly one of the best offenses. They had that anyway, but now you got Gronkowski. It's going to be a very 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 tough team to beat. If, if mean, this is thing, right? well, this is the thing, right? So what they've done, I mean, I, I look at it in a sporting way. I just look, it's it's almost like a masterstroke. You know, when you just have some players that just work so well together, mm. right? So now you've got Brady coming in, who, however much you know, we all hate hate to say it, you know, he is probably you know, if not the best, he's in the t- certainly in the top five of you know all time greatest quarterbacks. Um, and you know, to get him embedded, you've literally got his his best, strongest weapon who's coming back. Okay, fine. He might be, you know, I think they were saying that, you know, he needs to put on a bit more weight because he lost a bit of it, etc. But, you know, the talent's still there. So, you know, he can rely on him for a little bit. You know, you know, I'm not saying he's going to come in and score 13 touchdowns, but, you know, he's going to have the safety net of that. And then you've just got Godwin, my absolute boy. And then, you, you know, you can't forget your boy, Mike <laughs> Evans. As yeah. well. so, um, I love it. This, I love it. I, I might be gonna... a Tampa Bay. I think we're all going to be Tampa Bay fans. I was just going to mention that actually because everyone gives me shit for having second teams but looks like Tampa Bay is certainly going to be your second team yeah I've always had a softball because of Mike, Mike Evans but uh, yeah. now I've got Gronkowski there I like, I like Tampa Bay I think they've got a good, good coach as well I like Bruce Aarons um, yeah. I think yeah I think they'll be we're not here to yeah. talk about NFC too much but I think they're going to be um, contenders for sure uh, they've still got the Saints in their division, so they're always going to find that difficult. Um, I, I'm I mean, looking might... forward to their their games against yeah. the Falcons. Yeah, be interesting, won't it? Because the Falcons have got Julio Jones, Todd Gurley, 
and Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan from the Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. That's it's going to be good. It's going to be good. The NFC South. Yeah. Right. So, Maka, before we kick into the AFC and get on with the podcast, um, yeah. what's your what's your tipple today? What do you got for us? Got for a Camden Pale Ale today. Um, I saw it on the shelf. You know when you just haven't had something for a while? Yeah. Like, I I had a Dr. Pepper the other day. <laughs> you know when you just see something <laughs> and think, ooh, I haven't had that in a while. That's a blast from the past. Yeah. And you sort of have it. But this is this what happens. It's that Sainsbury's today, getting some milk, usual stuff. Yeah. And it was on you the shelf, looking you at me. Heineken, Heineken was a good start, and now you've uh, you've gone into a completely new stratosphere with uh, Camden. I mean, what, one thing I've got to give to them is, I mean, we spoke about Carlsberg and having to drink that whilst we're at Arsenal, but now um, they've got the Camden Brewery there, so a lot of um, Camden Pale and uh, Hells will be coming there. So Camden, if you're listening to this, we're looking for some more sponsors, so please, please, please do sponsor yeah, us. Bring it home. Um, I might actually <laughs> create a list of good alcoholic beverages. So it's Heineken it. and Camden Pale Ale at the minute. So the two I've gone for. I think I'm going to s- s- go for the Pale Ale over should Heineken. We, should we make it a mainstay of the podcast? So now the yeah. new season's started, we've got to make a point of having a different beverage every time. Yeah. But obviously, and um, we can do kind of a slight little review of it. I mean, stuff like Heineken, everybody knows. Camden Pale is stuck coming into the kind of start, like craft beer side of things, but it's still. Um, yeah, you know, you can give a bit of a review uh, on on that, I guess. I just think it's, ref- it's just refreshing. And it's good stuff. It's just um, beautiful. I've gone for a um, an ESB by my uh, local when I used to still live there brewery called Fuller's. I'm sure you've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've gone for an ale. Walking again, like you said, walking through the aisles, and I was like, "Oh, do you know what? I haven't had an ale in a long time." And you know, you kind of cause everyone's on the craft beer vibe at the moment. But um, yeah, ESB. Let's have a first sip. Ah, great. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking anyway. forward. To, I'm looking forward to all the sort of brewery places open up again. Um, yeah. And uh, we're going to go through. to go through some beers and talk you through. Yeah. What yeah, find. we'll do that. So there we go. We've just come up with a new section whilst we're here. Yeah, we right, okay, okay. Let's let's deep dive in. Um, let's start with um, the AFC East. Your, um, <laughs> your comments, all right? Um, yes, we'll, we'll we'll run through them. I mean, maybe um, I'll let you mostly do it, but I'll I'll maybe kick us off with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I mean, they had a pretty good season last year. Um, you know, I mean, defensively they've been pretty pretty good uh, all along. I mean, they've Kind of some key acquisitions. They've got Stefan Diggs now, who's come in, uh, you know, uh, from from the Vikings. Uh, I mean, Josh Norman. I know he's not, you know, what he used to be of, of a little while ago as well. But you know, it's you know, still still kind of adds adds to the back there. Um, and you know, there's a couple other guys on the offensive line as well. Um, and so so they so w- w- where do you think they'll look? I mean, in terms of like them going out. I mean, I know Frank Gore seems like. Um, part of the furniture of uh, the NFL, but you know, with all respect, it's not going to be much of a uh, of a loss there. But what do you think with the Buffalo Bills? I like them. I think they were good last year. I think a lot of people were high on them last season because of their good defense. Um, Josh Allen's a good quarterback. He's getting better each year. Uh, he's in his third season next year. And I think when you add Stefan Diggs, you've got John Brown on the other side, Beasley. And in the slot, and then you've got Singletary, who I think will step up. Um, now Frank Gore's there, as you touched on, has left. Yeah. Um, their defense is very, very good. I, th- I think they're going to win the AFC East. I, I can't see the other three teams getting close to them. Um, oh, interesting, interesting. I just, I just think, <laughs> yeah, interesting, interesting. I think on paper they, they, yeah. they were very close to the Patriots last year. Anyway, we've yeah. regressed and they've improved, and I think. If they get a couple of good players on the offensive line, I think they could. I mean, they could. It's a difficult one if we're talking about them against Kansas City and Baltimore and a couple of other good AFC teams. Um, but I think, <laughs> yeah, Steelers. But I think they'll be. I think they'll be up there. I think they'll be. They'll be close to against mm. us because the AFC is wide open. Um, there's not that many yeah. good teams. And I think it, 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 does, it does seem like it's. Uh... Uh, you know, however much we hate to say it with our teams both on it, it does seem slightly uh, 
I guess, inferior to, to, to the kind of stacks that we're seeing on the other side in the NFC. Um, I wanted to give a special yeah. mention of the Buffalo Bills to um, probably one of my ultimate boys, Christian Wade, yeah. who uh, will be stepping up from, from the practice squad, hopefully, um, and, and you know probably will be an understudy to Singletary, but uh, hopefully the guy gets a chance and, uh, you know, we let me know what he can, what he's done in rugby. So hopefully well, the, well, can... the thing, the thing of your your boy Wade is that if he's used in the special teams, or have we seen it in preseason? If he's, mm. he he can he can go, <laughs> yeah, and he can take it to the house anywhere on the field. So yeah. he could be a dangerous weapon. Be really good. So I mean, that's the thing. Put him put him on special teams, and I mean they're they're looking like a decent team. And I, th- I think you're right. You know, I, I, and I'm not just saying this because of uh, our friendly rivalry with the Patriots, but I, I do I do see them. Don't get me wrong. Never write off Belichick, and we'll come to come to the Patriots in a bit. But you know, yeah, they certainly do look do look strong. Um, <clears throat> what about the Dolphins? I mean, they've got you know, literally seems like they've got all the first round picks and second round picks. Um, but I'll, I'll let you take this one off for for now. Yeah, I think that they've got an obscene amount of picks, haven't they? I think they've got three in the first, two in the seconds. I think they've got twenty overall. Mm. <laughs> um, but they have lost a few players to get those picks. Obviously, your boy Fitzpatrick is one of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> but last year, they were awful for the first period. And then they started to turn things around. They started to get a bit on offense, didn't they? Devante Parker came out of nowhere um, with Fitzpatrick. It'd just be interesting to see where they end up with after the draft selections. I know they've brought in a few players um, from free agency. They brought in Vanoy off us. I was just going to say, they've uh, got a, a big contract, haven't they? I think it's something like a four-year, 51 million deal. So um, that's going to be exciting for them. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be better than last last season. And I think if they can get the right players in the first three picks, they can be dangerous. I mean, the quarterback's the question mark, whether they go for Toya, Herbert, or, or go elsewhere. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, yeah. But I, I, mean, I mean, they're a long way short of a playoff team, for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't see them possibly get. I mean, look, you know what? We we probably didn't think Sam Fran would have got where they got last year, but uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't see even though they got so many draft picks, I don't, I don't see that, you know, uh, bearing fruit um, this season. But you know, there's certainly a one to maybe keep an eye out on. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, people like Van Noy coming along, and uh, you know, Jordan Howard, etc. You know, mm. I'd like to see them do well. I like them, but yeah, probably going to be a bit difficult with them. Um, and I guess uh, that does come straight into with with Van Noy going the other way. Let's talk about the New England Patriots. Interesting, it is an interesting one with Patriot being a Patriots fan because it's the first year that we don't seem to be playoff contenders, let alone Super Bowl contenders. Um, but as you touched on, we can't rule out Bill Belichick. You don't know what he's going to do. We've lost a lot of players on both sides of the ball. I think. Where do we want to go? I, I I would like to see the Patriots do a Indianapolis Colts of five. Uh, that must be ten years ago now, where they tanked one season. Peyton Manning was injured. To be fair, they went one and six, uh, one and fifteen, and then they got Andrew Luck the following year. So, I would like us to do something similar. I know it sounds really bad, but it would be good if we had one terrible, terrible, terrible season and we picked up Lawrence or another good quarterback the following season. Yeah. I mean, I think it's things that I've probably got to do, right? It's not, it's not going to be easy losing Tom Brady. And I mean, at the moment, it looks like we're replacing him with Brian Hoyer with, you know, again, with all respect. And, you know, it's a bit of a step down, you know, no matter how good he might be. Um, I mean, obviously, you guys have, uh, you know, signed the McCourty, well, Devin McCourty anyway, who was bloody awesome. Um, so, you know, you're still, still going to be strong there, I guess. Um, but you know, losing lo- losing Goskowski as well has been pretty pretty solid. You guys again, I, I don't like talking about kickers too much, but <laughs> you know, he's been he's you know one of the, one of the more kind of safer safer boots out there. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be. I think the thing with the Patriots is very hard to look at personnel too much because we we do sort of take a player, shine them up, make them great, and then let them go, and then they're not so good at other teams. For example, yeah. Nate Shoulder. Um, <laughs> But uh, so it depends. It just depends on what our incentive is. Is it whether to continue to compete as a playoff team, or is it have a have a bad season and 
I wouldn't say tank because that's not the right word, but think yeah. about the next 10 years as opposed to next season. So, But, I mean, a lot of people keep wind, trying to wind me up about being a Patriots fan and we've lost Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady and so on, but, yeah, we've got to again, move on I, at some point. That's the way it is. It's the way football works. Well, you know, and again, however much I hate to say this, I mean, you know, you've probably had, you know, the last 10 years have probably been, you know, the most successful of it, or, you know, of any NFL team so you know you've had you know you've almost had your period um, and uh, you know the other thing we can t- certainly vouch for is Belichick is, is is a lot bigger than everything and, and you know what he does I mean you, you know you've not necessarily always had the stars but you've kind of always got there and uh, you know I, I, I'm not going to write you guys off I, you know I, I don't think you know it's going to be you know dead set like it normally is you guys getting to at least playoffs and then potentially into the Super Bowl run but I'm not going to write off your playoffs um, I'm, I'm I think I think there's still quality there. So, um, however much I want to see you guys do badly, I think you think you'll actually be be alright. Um, and then uh, uh, the Jets uh, finishing up with the the East. There, I mean, uh, I mean, I can see. Well, I think it's Brashad Perriman. They've brought over wide receiver, um, and Jordan Jenkins has come in uh, with a new deal, I guess. Uh, but in terms of people going out. Uh, Robbie Anderson is probably a big loss. Demarius Thomas, I know, went as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it just seems a bit weird for them. I mean, I know they've got my uh, my OG boy, Le'Veon Bell, there, but what do you think of them? Yeah, they're an interesting one, the Jets, because last season, they with Le'Veon Bell <coughs> and CJ Mosley come in as well, they, they, they were supposed to be pretty good. And I remember the first week, weirdly enough, they were beating the Bills quite comfortably. And then CJ Mosley went down and then they lost that game. And I think all of a sudden they just completely self, you know, evaporated really the Jets. They had a tough set of fixtures as well. Oddly enough, they played, they ended up playing the Ravens and a couple of other good teams. I think they've, they've brought in two or three new offensive linemen, which I think is going to be good for them for the ability to get more out of Livion Bell. Because uh-huh. I think if, if you, as you know, as a Steelers fan, if you can give Livion Bell a bit of space and time, he's going to make plays. And he's very, very hard to stop. He's one of the best running backs in the league once you give him a chance. I think Perryman's a good signing as well. There is rumours with their pick. In, I think they've got pick 10 or pick 11 where they're going to try and take one of those top receivers. Yeah. So if they if they get that, I mean, they've got a reasonable defence as a touchdown with CJ Mosley. They've got Adams. They've got the Williams on defensive yeah. line. They, 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 they could be a, a wild card team. Um, I think yeah. Adam Case is just one of the worst coaches, unfortunately. And I just think they're just going to be a team that just struggles to get going again because he's just a coach who hasn't got many ideas um, mm. on how to yeah. make a team successful. Strange one, isn't it? But yeah, I think I think I think I'm going to have to agree with you there. I think I'm going to leave it as. Uh, with the probably yeah, looking at the bills and uh, I'm I'm going to tip the hat to to your boys the Pats to, to potentially have a wild card spot there but um, yeah it looks like the bills are running away with uh, with with the East there um, yeah. the South now this was uh, one of the big trades um, of 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 the year I guess but so starting with the Texans who uh, Texans seem to have quite a big following here in the UK. Um, and uh, be interesting to kind of look into that, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff that's gone on. I mean, I, we've already spoken about the the Hopkins and David Johnson trade, uh, and I'm actually going to ask you to kind of uh, talk about that a bit more in a sec. But um, you know, they brought in Brandon Cooks. Uh, you know, we know what he, you know, you you certainly know uh, from his time at the Pats, and then obviously the Rams as well. Um, he was at the Saints as well, wasn't he, at one point? Yeah, he started um, off at the Saints. Yeah, there we go. So. Uh, you know, there's obviously there's obviously some going on there. I mean, you know, losing Hopkins is 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 big, but actually, with kind of you know, they were kind of always a bit weak at running back, weren't they? Um, I mean, lose. I mean, having uh, Lamar Miller and Carlos Hyde now gone, um, I you know, I, I do think that's a big upgrade. I know some people would would want to say you know, uh, Dave Johnson's frailties, but um, yeah, I'll pass the floor to you and and what you think there as well. Actually, I want to ask you first because you had Deshaun Watson and Hopkins last year. Yeah. What did you make of Hopkins last year? Was he was he disappointing? Or was I, he I think 
did you think of him? Uh, okay, so I think, uh, based on how much I love him and how how good I think he is, and how good his previous two or three seasons were, um, it, it was a disappointment comparatively. So re- yeah, relatively speaking, it was. Um, but then again, the guy was double, triple covered, covered every time, right? And uh, you know, he still made things happen. Um, and I think you know that he was starting to build something there with Watson, um, who again, both of them, I, I really have a lot of time for, and uh, you know, I would happily any day of the week take Watson and Hopkins over at the Steelers. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, definitely, definitely uh, not his best last year. So um, yeah. I guess this is going to effectively segue into into. Was going to be your opinion on how you think it might actually be better off then? Well, it's, I wouldn't. Well, it's very difficult to say they'll be better off because he is their best player, Hopkins. Yeah. Um, and he has been for years. But his yards, I know his catches was similar, but his yards yeah. and touchdowns regressed, and also his big plays regressed. So his twenty-yard plays went down from the year before so it, it, his role kind of changed a little bit into a slot guy and mm-hmm. i think with hopkins he wanted quite a lot because his contract ends this year and he wanted a massive contract apparently yeah and unfortunately watson he's coming to the end of his rookie contract and he will want you know yeah. a lot of money so you can't pay both and then pay the rest of your team so i think they've made the right decision because what they've done is i think is they've they've removed hopkins on they're going to pay Watson the money, and I think that's the right thing to do because he's he's the, their best player now, the quarterback. And good. they've brought in some good weapons. I mean, they've got Ra- Brandon Cooks. Is, I know he's on his fourth team in what, five years, whatever it is, but he always returns a 1,000-yard season generally. Yeah, He'll play on the outside. You've got Fuller on the other. Then in, in the middle, you've got Kenny Stills and Randall Cobb. Now, I'm not saying that they're Hopkins level, but you've got four reasonable receivers who I think Watson can then suddenly not over-target Hopkins. Defensive coordinators don't really know where this ball's going. And it could be very similar to Kansas City, where Watson's just throwing bombs. Yeah. And that team suddenly, all of a sudden, becomes very dangerous. I think David Johnson's a massive upgrade from Hyde, Miller, Duke Johnson, as you touched on. Yeah. It's just whether he can play 16 games. Well, hopefully, with, with the way... Um... Watson's playing as well. I think you know it certainly could could be interesting for them. And and actually, you know, I didn't really sit here and think about it until you were just talking there. But yeah, I, I actually do think that it probably is going to help them. I mean, because running back was where they were relatively weak, right? The Texans um, and wide receiver. I mean, they you know they had they had the guys come a couple of guys stretching the field and him there. So I mean, look, you know, based on some of the stats that you've put out there for Hopkins, you know, Cooks is you know Cooks is not Hopkins, but he's not that far off. I I don't think and. So you know maybe maybe we are looking at a, a stronger Texans team, which already were okay last year. Um, but um, yeah, I, I guess the issue is probably still you know kind of kind of clowny and you know JJ is still a bit frail. I guess um, I guess maybe the defensive side they probably need to do a bit more work. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, exactly. I think I think you touched touched down the head, or or they're going down the Kansas City approach, where it's just you score so much, we score so much, and. I think Hopkins. I mean, Hopkins is a huge player. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying they're going to be that much better. But I think they've brought in some good, good players on the offense. And if they all are 100% fit, then I think mm-hmm. this could be a scary offense still. So it'd be interesting. I think in the fantasy world, I wouldn't touch any uh, any Houston player other than Deshaun Watson. Um, and it will be. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about Hopkins a bit more, I'm sure, as the season goes on. But. Um, be interesting to see where he goes in, in terms of Cardinals uh, going mm. forward. But yeah, I, 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 I think it's a good trade. I think it's a good trade for both teams, weirdly. Exciting. I mean, I know we, we before we started this AFC segment, we said that, you know, the NFC is certainly uh, probably going to uh, have a bit more firepower than the AFC. But I think this AFC South um, division actually seems, uh, it's actually not too bad with how it comes out. I mean, we move on to the Colts. And the reason why I say that is that, I mean, you know, DeForest Buckner coming over um, from, from South Fran, and I know, I know, you know, Xavier Rhodes. People don't, you know, he had, he had probably the worst season ever last year, but um, it looks like it looks like something something interesting could be bubbling um, at the Colts. Um, I know they've lost uh, Ebron over to to my boys, um, 
but you know Philip Rivers coming in, we've got a couple of veterans who are coming in to maybe solidify that team because they weren't they weren't too bad last year. You know, I mean, they, we expected a lot of things, and obviously losing luck is never going to be easy. Um, but but we'll, what's your what's your thoughts there? I mean, I won't, I won't we won't talk too much about Xavier Rhodes, but um, you know, you'd like to think on paper that that's that's a pretty good acquisition. Yeah, I think it's a good acquisition. I think okay, he was done a bit last year, but he's he's got good experience and. I think he's going to organise it defensive, um, the defensive backs, which I think is what they needed. Um, yeah. Buckner is, is the big signing. Uh, they've got Leonard as well. Who I think the defence is very good. The offensive yeah. line, as as everyone knows, with Nelson and so on, it's one of the best in the league. Uh, if Marlon Mack and T.Y. Hilton can get themselves on the field and playing, I think Philip Rivers is a decent quarterback. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. I think th- I think they're going to be a tough team to beat. I think this division's horrible because um, they've improved, and I think Tennessee were excellent last year. Um, yeah. And I'm sure yeah. we'll move on to them. But I think it's going to be very tough to call this division again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, li- I like the Colts. I, I mean, yeah. I think they're well short of a Super Bowl caliber team, but I think they could be definitely a playoff contention. So, but. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if I remember, you you last year thought that they could have pushed for it when they had Andrew Luck. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess they look like they've strengthened. Um, but yeah, I mean, Philip Rivers certainly <coughs> stepped down to QB. But yeah, I'm with you. I think I think it's going to be a really interesting one. And you know, again, a team that's you know quite interesting, good to watch. I mean, you you touched upon Tennessee, so I was going to go Jacksonville next, but we might as well talk about Tennessee because they're probably going to be directly. Uh, fighting for this three-way battle, and we'll come to the Jags in a sec. But um, I mean, they've you know, I mean, Derek Henry, you know, it was it was a no-brainer. They were going to put the franchise tag on him, um, and uh, you know, again, a, a mammoth contract with Ryan Tannehill, 118 million, which is 62 million fully guaranteed. I mean, he had a fantastic end to the season, and you know, pro- uh, you know, anyone who, who saw that coming with Tannehill is. Um, uh, you know, if if you saw that, please please hit us up because uh, you probably know the uh, the numbers to the, to the lottery. <laughs> but I mean, Henry was you know, me and you definitely wrote him off, and you know, I put my hands up there, and you know, I I, I thought it would be all right, but you know, I never thought he'd be the beast that he was. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let, let's let's go into the Titans, I guess. This your uh, this is Papa Max team as well, so I'm yeah. sure he'll uh, he'll be listening out to this bit. <laughs> yeah, it's my my dad's team, and he's he's always banging on about Derrick Henry. To be fair to him, and he always drafts Derrick Henry, so maybe I should listen to him for a change. Um, but yeah, I think the Tannehill one's an interesting one because he's a solid quarterback. I mean, he was solid at Miami, but he had a few injuries, and he's not spectacular. I'm not saying he's you know top ten quarterback, and they they have opened the checkbook to uh, to retain him. He, he obviously. Fitted in the system quite well, which is quite easy enough. Just holding the ball to Derek Henry with the occasional throw, but um, mm. they've paid a lot of money for him. The defense is very good. Uh, they have been good for years. Tennessee, they've built over the years a, a very strong defense, and, and then they've got a, a weapon very similar to Marshall Lynch a little bit. And that's the guy he reminds me of quite a lot is Derek Henry. Yeah. He just he just goes hard. through people. Yeah, um, very hard to stop, and he is very quick. Um, and he's, he was brilliant last year, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm fairly, fairly, fairly certain Derek Henry doesn't listen to this, but I just want to say, mate, I'm so sorry for doubting you last year because he was, he was, he was fantastic, and um, you know, for fantasy, fantasy reasons, uh, I, I'm sure Macca, you'd have an opinion on it, but you know, I, I do think he'll be, be pretty good, and uh, he's probably going to be drafted quite high by a few people um, this coming year. Um, I mean, in terms of people they've lost. Uh, I mean, Delaney Walker has been, you know, pretty much a mainstay um, over there, and uh, you know, Marcus Mariota, who was your one-time <laughs> fave. Uh, but I guess uh, we'll talk about uh, where he's gone to uh, very shortly. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it's going to be a, a quite hotly contested um, group. But I guess we'll come on to the last guys in the in the um, in the division with the Jaguars, who uh, you know keep flirting with the idea of becoming the London team, but. Um, mm-hmm. Some interesting, some interesting acquisitions and and outs there. Um, what's your thoughts on the Jags? I think they've seemed to. I wouldn't say given up because I think that's you can't give up in NFL. But they've they've given away all their best players, haven't they? Over the last oh, yeah. two years, I mean they got rid of Ramsey, 
Calais Campbell. Campbell. Calais Campbell's gone. They've got um, Boyer's hey, gone. Uh, I mean, I, I can't pronounce, unfortunately, the guy's name, but the defensive lineman's doing everything he can to get out of the, the team. Um, oh, uh, Ngokwe. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's he's keen to go. And on offense, they just they they swap around quarterbacks. Um, they're looking yeah, at yeah. the trade for net. I just don't think they're much of a team to talk about. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL, and they were last oh. year. So. We're gonna, we can add them into. I can't remember which team it was in the NFL that I, uh, sorry, the NFC that I mentioned it was probably going to be at the bottom. Oh, it was the Rams, Reds, wasn't it? Redskins. Well, you went for Rams as a, as a, um, bit of a wild, wild, wild one. Yeah. I think they'll certainly be there. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they lost obviously uh, Ramsey a year before. I mean, it, I think you just mentioned on it as well. Sorry, I, I might have just. Um, been drifting off for a bit, but yeah, I mean, Fournette's potentially looking to be out. Is, is that correct? Well, they're trying to make a trade for him because he's, you know, he's at the end of his rookie contract. I doubt they want to pay him too much, and yeah. they're trying to get a deal for him before the draft. So we'll see who yeah, wants him. Be interesting. Uh, you know, there's a there's a team in uh, in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. If uh, <laughs> where to go, mate? Um, but yeah, interesting. I, I'm actually very much looking forward to the battle uh, that be the AFC South. Um, I think it'd be interesting. And yeah, other, other than the Jags, uh, who you know what we've written off teams in the past um, who've done well, but uh, it certainly looks like a three-way battle. Um, probably, probably the, the Titans and and Heat Texans a bit more, but um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, AFC West. Uh, so we literally just spoke about AJ Bouye going. Uh, so he's that's where he's off to the Broncos. Uh, they've obviously picked up um, Melvin Gordon as well, which uh, isn't isn't uh, anything to shy away from. Um, and uh, signed they signed Graham Glasgow, their uh, kind of guard as well, to a massive new deal as well. So interesting with people coming in there. Uh, Flacco going um, out, and uh, yeah, I guess um, I'll let you kind of pick that up there, but. What what were their prospects like this year? I quite I quietly like Denver quite a lot this year. Um, I wouldn't say to be a Super Bowl, but I, I think they're going to be one of those teams that surprise people. Um, I think the quarterback lock looked very good last year at the back end of the season. Just looked solid. He just looked comfortable. He wasn't. Um, I've seen loads of rookie quarterbacks come in and just look hopeless or they're trying too much. He just looked very solid. He's got Colin Sutton, who I think is getting better each year. He's got Fant at tight ends. He's looking good. But I think this team will be using the running backs quite a lot. They've got Pat Schumer coming as the offensive coordinator. He used to be the Giants head coach, but he used to be um, an offensive coordinator for many years. And he used to use his running backs quite a lot. And I think that's why they've brought in Melvin Gordon. And I think Melvin Gordon is going to be massive next year. As, as I think Philip Lindsay will be a very, very good option um, as well, so I, I, defensively, you know, they've got Von Miller, they've got Chubb, they've got um, S- uh, Simmons who's resigns. I think Boye is a, a cracking grab yeah. for a fourth round pick. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And uh, I just think all round, I think they could be a very good team. Again, I think Denver could surprise a few people this year. Um, yeah, I mean, they they, they took. Um, our offensive line coach from the Steelers uh, last year. So, uh, you know, we know what he did when he was working with Le'Veon Bell. So, um, you know, I mean, maybe fancy-wise, we're looking at a bit of a stud here in Melvin Gordon, potentially. Um, and then uh, a little mention as well, they, they, they have signed Nick Burnett, who was also at the Steelers. But again, I'm only mentioning that because I know it. Um, uh, probably a bit irrelevant to, to any of this. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely looking interesting there. Um, Obviously, we'll, we'll uh, come into the Super Bowl, reigning Super Bowl champions in Kansas City. Um, I'm going I'm to allow you, Maka, to kind of start this off, and purely because uh, Sean McCoy's gone, and I know how much you've <laughs> loved him. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's just, it's, some of my yeah. boys are starting to retire now. It's a bit of a shame, <laughs> but yeah, he was he was one of my boys once upon a time. But um, I mean, <clears throat> I think Kansas City just. Uh, as we touched on with Houston, they just seems they could be, or Houston could be, but this is what they're aiming for, I think. But Kansas City last year were, it doesn't matter how many you score, we're just going to outscore you. Yeah. And it was just a joy to watch when Mahomes was 
you know, throwing the ball everywhere and, you know, he's got receivers running around and Kelsey picking up. Um, they've retained a lot of good, all, basically all their players from last season. They don't think yeah. they've lost anyone key. And nope. I think they're going to be there or thereabouts again. And they could be there or thereabouts for a, f- a number of years because Mahomes is, you know, one of the best quarterbacks I've seen. Um, and he's already won the Super Bowl, so he's already done it. So, I wonder how young he is. And yeah. I mean, they, the way that he's now going to come into next season and be like, I'm this little kid that no one really knew of massively. And I've already got a Super Bowl, you know? So you've yeah. got people out there who got picked before him. Um, in drafts, etc., and and you know, yeah, I think I think you're right. They're gonna, they're, they're probably still the team to beat in the AFC, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, you know, I, I don't doubt they'll be they'll be they'll be up there. Yeah, um, I think they they did the right thing as well. They they had Mahomes for a season not playing, and they had Alex Smith as the quarterback, and he learned quite a bit from Alex Smith, I'm sure. And I think he just allowed him to ease into the offense, and that's what happened with Aaron Rodgers at Green Bay. And, I just find sometimes the rookie quarterbacks don't get the year to sort of just enjoy the learning from a veteran. I know it sounds, I know we're trying to push these QBs through, but um, some of them do benefit from just having a year of just not playing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so it comes into, again, uh, you know, you know, just highlighting the fact that we were saying the AFC is probably not going to be as exciting, but actually, you know, going through this bit by bit, you know, there, there is, there is some interest. I mean, I mean, I mean, the Raiders, once of the parish of Oakland, are now going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I can, you know, they signed Mariota uh, to a relatively big contract with, um, uh, I think, what, Nelly Swags come in there. They got Swag. <laughs> Uh, Nelson Aguilar for, for for you guys that don't uh, exactly remember, but Jason Witten's come over again, um, and then you know they've lost they've lost a couple of guys, um, but you know nothing nothing major. It seemed just a bit like you know probably the most exciting thing from this for them this year might be might be that move to to Nevada. Yeah, I think they. I mean, there seem to be a team that's slowly but surely building, but it's just got to make some key decisions because at some point you've got to make a decision on Derek Carr I think for starters yeah. you've got to look at him and go is he the quarterback that you think is going to take you to you know a reasonable playoff team and he has done it in the past he's a good quarterback um, and I think they're starting to build an offense around the tight ends um, and also through Josh Jacobs the running back who was impressive last year and I think he'd be good again yeah. this year um, but you kind of wonder you know getting rid of Okay, Mari Cooper's uh, a bit 50-50 for me in terms of receiver, but they got rid of him, they got rid of Khalil Mack, and you kind of question what have they actually, have they improved? Um, have they got better? So I think it's just a, a question of open. What are they actually looking to achieve with Gruden? I think he's into his third season, and it's just kind of, well, where are they going? Um, Vegas. I know they're going Vegas. <laughs> But I think they're going to be, unfortunately, a long way short of Kansas City. And I think Denver making progress. And I think Chargers are good, as we're going to touch on, I'm sure, in a minute. But um, Yeah. It's... Yeah, I mean, might as, well, might as well just go in straight straight for the Chargers. I mean, they, they're going to be at the uh, new SoFi Stadium, sharing it with the, uh, the Rams. Uh, and they've both decided to take on uh, kind of new logos and, and outfits for their, for, their, for their new home. I mean... The Chargers kit, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but some of them look a bit like the Miami Dolphins kit, but I didn't say that. Um, but, you know, they've, uh, they've obviously, uh, you know, agreed a, quite a good deal. I mean, I, I feel like Austin Eckler probably feels like he probably should have got a bit more from that from the way he played last year. But, uh, you know, 20, 24.5 million contract, and he was, you know, he was pretty brilliant whilst uh, Gordon was out. I mean, even when Gordon came back, he was okay. Um, they, they, you know, they've got they've got uh, Chris Harris signing on a on a you know, pretty hefty deal. Hunter Henry's on the franchise tag. Uh, I mean, they've lost Melvin Gordon, um, and then they've lost a third of the Watt brothers uh, to the Steelers. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I mean, interesting there. I mean, what 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 are they going to be doing? Uh, I mean, have I just missed this? But what are they doing at QB? Well, at the minute they've got Tyrod Taylor. Oh. So they've got they've got the sixth pick, so they will be taking a quarterback, hundred percent. Um, yep. Whoever they take, 
depends which one Miami don't take is 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 apparently the uh, the rumours or whether they look to trade up to, to make sure they get the quarterback they want, which is Herbert or uh, Tua. So um, I think they'll get a rookie quarterback and see where they are. I think the thing with the Chargers is that two seasons ago they were um, they had the best record in the AFC barring um, Kansas City, and because of that they had to be the fifth seed. So they had to go all the way to Ravens. They beat the Ravens and then went back and then they went all the way to beat the, try to beat the Patriots and lost. Yeah. And I just think last season they were just, I don't know if it was catalog of injuries, Melvin Gordon not turning up, with Philip Rivers just that one year too old. Um, they just didn't click at all. Mm-hmm. And it's just a question now of, do they try and win now when they can? Because they've got Bozer, they've got Ingram, they've got some good players um, yeah. on both sides of the ball. Or whether they've, they're going to rebuild. So I think they're in a bit of a not Transition. sure stage, which is yeah. not good because they've let, they've let Gordon go, who's you know was key to their offense for three or four years now. So yeah, they still well, keep Allen and Williams, but Gordon was key, absolute key. So yeah, I mean they they clearly saw the kind of change from Austin Eckler to Austin Eckler last year, didn't they? But mm. yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, it's relatively interesting division. I mean, I I don't see Kansas City not winning this. Um, no. But you know, it'd be nice to see some of the other guys give it a bit of a go. I'd like to see the Raiders do well. It'd be nice for them to kind of inaugurate their uh, time in Nevada uh, well. But um, also Chargers look all right. But yeah, um, I guess yeah, maybe that is a bit of a meh one because we kind of just expect Kansas to win it, don't we? Um, and then finally finishing off with uh, the AFC North. Um, start off with uh, the Ravens, who you know, I mean, there was there was a point uh, where nobody thought uh, anyone could actually challenge them for their run to to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, they seem to have kept most people um, that they kind of needed to keep. Um, but you know, they've got uh, you know acquired Calais Campbell and and paying him a quite 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 a quite a huge amount actually as well. So. You know, it's only going to you know solidify them there, but you know they they look like it could be one of those the Saints or the Tampa Bay or the Kansas City of, of next year. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think they had a good season last season. Obviously, um, they surprised a lot of people. They had they had an offense which was not quite seen before, which was very very central. Whereas it was Jackson or Ingram running down the field and using the tight ends with the occasional throw to Brown. Um, and the defense was very, very good, even though they lost a couple of players, either such as CJ Mosley. Um, but they're going to regress, I would you say. Think? Yeah, yeah, I think I think Titans came up with a strategy to stop Jackson and the Ravens in the playoffs. <clears throat> and the 49ers uh, also sort of curbed um, the Ravens as well during the season. And I just think people will probably look at those two games and start to look at it as a blueprint of how mm-hmm. to stop Jackson. And Jackson, you know, he was it's, incredible. Yeah. But if they find ways to stop him from running, then he's going to have to throw the ball. I don't think he's as good as... I know his touchdown was, um, record last year was incredible, but mm-hmm. I, I, I think I still, I still think the Ravens will be good, but they've lost Yand, uh, Yander as well, the right guard, who's their best offensive lineman so that's also going to be a huge loss so yeah um interesting with them there um i mean coming on to the afc north again bit uh going to the cleveland browns you know we all everyone had massive high hopes for them um i mean in terms of (laughs) just saying i didn't did you not (laughs) no uh, fair enough. Well, I mean, look, they they they've acquired uh, Austin Hooper. I mean, clearly looks like um, you know that their projects over there with the tight ends didn't work out too much. I mean, Kareem yeah. Hunt. Um, oh God, what's the other running back there called? Chubb. Chubb. Nick Chubb. There we go. Sorry, my bad. You know, they're obviously you know they do have a decent team there running. Um, and then I mean, in terms of going out, they, you know, they haven't. Well, potentially might be losing. Uh, OBJ, but um, I guess you've you've always got to be a bit worried with um, uh, you know the kind of QB issues there. I mean, will they be maturer this year? Could they be better? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think they've got to make a couple of conversations of what they do with running backs and OBJ um, because there's just too many players 
on the offense, there's you know Hunt, Chubb, as you touched on OBJ, Landry, the tight ends, and Mayfield. There's just too many people, I think, trying to control their offense, and I think they've got to start to make a decision on who's their guys and who's their not their guys, and then start to make some trades if they have to. Mm. Um, they've brought in a couple of offensive linemen, and I think they're going to draft a couple as well, so they will be better. Um, sure. I think they've got a new coaching staff who will be better. Um, the Vikings offensive coordinators come in as head coach now, so I think they will be better for sure. Um, but yeah, I, f- I still think they've got a few decisions to make on who they keep and who they don't keep on the offense. So yeah, just too many people. Interesting one with them. Um, we'll see. Um, and then I guess Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, again got you know got the three-year deal for Von Bell. Uh, AJ Green, they placed a franchise tag on him. Um, your boy, the uh, Tiger Tiger King, sorry. Tiger uh, Boy. Tiger Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, they got their first pick. So, uh, you know, you'd probably expect Burroughs to probably go there or, or one of the other guys. Um, I'm sure it probably will be him. But, uh, I mean, yes, they got the first pick. But I don't know how much that's going to change it for them this year. I mean, I, I don't, well... I'm a bit biased because I don't really like any of these teams in the AFC <laughs> North. But um, I'll, I'll let you have an opinion that's un, un, unopinionated, I guess. Yeah, I guess I think the the biggest issue with the Bengals is that their defense has been one of the worst over the last five seasons. It's, it's just hasn't been good enough in any way, shape, or form. And they've had loads of injuries on the offensive line, and coupled with injuries to AJ Green and and Tyler Eifert and a couple of others, it just unfortunately had one of those periods where everybody's been injured or just haven't come to the party. But I think they can start to rebuild. I think Burrow will be a good quarterback to start with. They'll have a few offensive linemen back from injury. And they've got Joe Mixon, who I'm sure they'll tie down to a good contract. I know he's talking about holding out, but he'll he'll play. And if mm-hmm. AJ Green is anywhere near his level, then they, they, they'll bounce back. But again, they're a long way short um, from being a, a team. I think... I, think, I just think the other three teams are going to be better than them. Um, simple as that. I think the Browns, Ravens, and your boys, um, depending on who's playing quarterback for the Steelers, will be yeah, um, miles better than the Bengals. Yeah. Um, and I guess to kind of uh, round up the AFC North, uh, obviously my beloved Steelers, um, we, we placed the franchise tag on Bud Dupree. and I mean, him and TJ Watt were just brilliant uh again i'm not even saying that in a biased way uh you know we've always we've had an issue at tight end for for quite a while so uh you know don't get me wrong eric ebron's probably not the young whippersnapper he used to be but uh you know i personally see that's that is quite a good deal uh coming in there we've got a, an interesting trade with uh for uh in the defensive line with, with the ravens um but yeah, again, people leaving. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple of guys. I mean, Hargrave played well for us, but we've got to it coming back. And I mean, defensively, last year it was it was it was it was such a delight to watch. I mean, the previous two seasons to that, we were abysmal in defense. Any you know anyone who was throwing could could pick out you know our, our corners, and and it was just it was just soul destroying because even when we had a you know, relatively good offense. Um, we were just conceding so much, which was losing us a game. So, you know, we seem like we're building defensively. Um, and, I mean, you know, the franchise tags on Dupree, and, you know, it doesn't look like many of those guys are, are you know, leaving, or we'll have a couple of the guys that will be maturing as well. So, I mean, defensively, I have a lot of hopes for us this year. Um, offensively, like you said, is it going to be Roethlisberger? You know, are we going to go in for Cam Newton? Are we going to go in for Winston? Um, how long has Roethlisberger got left? Have we got the weapons that are out there? I mean, we seem really light, I'll be honest with you. I mean, even with Connor, who's, although I think is very good, but the problem is the guy gets injured every other game. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to hear your, your thoughts on them. Yeah, I think just, I think you touched basically everything on the head, really. I think, just briefly, I think obviously losing Brown and Bell is always going to be difficult, but I think Juju and Connor have shown potential. You've got... Washington as well, he's decent. I just think it all comes down to Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger played last year. That whole offense will be completely different. And I just think that one bad year on offense has made Juju and Connor look not as good as, you know, two seasons ago. So if Roethlisberger plays or they go for Winston or or Newton or something like that, then they could really bounce back the Steelers. 
because the defense mm. is really good. The offensive line's great. They've got good coaching staff. They've got everything in there. It's just the quarterback is an issue. Yeah, we. I think. I think you know he's he's probably going to go down as one of um, uh, you know one of the, one of the best QBs that we've probably ever had. Um, but other than uh, Mr. Bradshaw himself, but um, yeah, I think he's you know he's certainly on decline. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, uh, you know, I think certainly you know rounding out the AFC from there. Um, you know, I, I still do think the kind of impetus does lie with the NFC, and it will be quite interesting to watch it all out. But you know, there's certainly some key key bits here. Um, and uh, hopefully, I'd like to. Well, they they changed some of the rules, haven't they? So, um, I think we were looking with the was it the um, CBA? Is that is that what it's called? Uh, top of my head, where they uh, changing the playoffs. Um, so, like I think it was over the last couple of years, Steelers would have made it in if the new rules were applicable now. So, what happens there? <laughs> um, but um, it'll be it'll be an interesting interesting season. I'm buzzing for it now, actually. Yeah, I think we all are. Just get a bit of sport back in us. Well, look, guys, um, that's that's kind of a roundup of there. I mean, it's it's taking a little bit longer this this particular episode, but um, look, we uh, will will move straight into a new section, which is the Maca Riddle section. Uh, so, Maca, you ready for this? Yeah, go on then. So, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you some options. So, you can choose from uh, either easy riddles, riddles for kids, math riddles, or if you're feeling really confident, really, really confident, really, really hard riddle. Let's, so go, you can pick. let's go for the really, really, really hard. All right, fine. You sure? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I someone... might not get it, but hopefully the fans <laughs> listening to the podcast might. So. All right, fine. I'm going to go with one that seems the easiest of them all, but here we go. What is so fragile that saying it, saying its name breaks it. I'm going to read that again because I didn't read it properly. What is so fragile that saying its name breaks it? I want to say something I love. <sighs> Taking the sentimental route. But, I, you know... Does it? Does it break yeah. it? It's, 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 it's not the right answer, but I think you're thinking along the line, uh, right lines. But not no. That's I've given you false information. <laughs> Your thinking behind it is is good. So keep going. But yeah, I'll read it again. What is so fragile that saying its name breaks it? I'll have to get back to you on that one. I'll have to think about that one. I ain't got a clue. Hopefully, other people who've listened to that may have a. I'll uh. What I'll do. Sure. What I'll do, I'll leave it there. Now nah, we can't leave people on the cliff edge. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. What we'll do is, for the sake of ending the podcast today, I will tell you what it is, but I might try and give you a clue. Um, put it this way: the answer is certainly not on our podcast. <laughs> anyway, the answer. So the answer basically was silence it's so fragile that if someone says let's maintain silence ah. but you still... there you go anyway it's easy when you know the answers isn't it it's easy when you know the answers um <laughs> folks yeah so um anyway today's episode's probably been a bit of one of the longer ones thanks for listening in um importantly guys tomorrow the uh draft starts and uh Macker and i will actually be up and uh, informing so i think mac is going to be taking over twitter am i right yeah our twitter yeah, and I will be on our Instagram uh, feed again. We'd love to have been together and do it, but yeah, we'll, we'll be posting throughout the draft. Um, probably only the early part because uh, at some point we're probably going to have to sleep. Um, but we'll we'll keep you posted on that, and then uh, we shall be back next week with uh, another instalment. Um, so Maka, unless you've got anything else, pal? No, just looking forward to tomorrow. See what uh, see what it brings. Hopefully, get yeah. some sport back. There we go. Right. See you guys next week.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.